Welcome to the Business Mama podcast, where we chat about creating a business that supports and flows with your family and with your life, not the other way around. Hi, I'm your host, Annalise Warren. I'm a marketing agency owner and a mother of three little ones. I'll be bringing you conversations with successful women in business, as well as practical marketing strategies and tips that you can action right away. So let's get into it. Hey everyone, Annalise from Mama Digital back again. Now today we are talking about how to overcome your fear of public speaking. Now if that's you, if you would rather go to the supermarket with a two-year-old past dinner time than get on a stage in front of an audience, then you need to listen in today. This month we have been talking a lot about video. We touched on live streaming and doing stories, but really you can always delete those and you never have to think about them again. In terms of the fear factor, they're not as bad as you have usually built them up in your mind. And you are in your own environment and you're a bit more comfortable than the format that most people are actually terrified of, which is public speaking. Now, I'm going to talk about strategies for public speaking that will help you overcome the dead set terror that we can feel when walking out in front of a large group of people who all have their eyes on you and are all eagerly and smarmily listening in to what you are going to have to say. Just the thought is scary, huh? And I know because I felt the same way for years. I was the girl who literally, no joke, would visibly shake and stutter during an oral presentation at school. I couldn't help it. I'd turn into this like quivering pile of jelly every single time without fail. It was like this wave of sheer panic would wash over me, even if I consciously felt fine. And that was the thing, right? It's not like I didn't want to do the presentation, but my body did not want me to. That's how deep the fear was. It was awful. I was embarrassed and I didn't know how to overcome it. If only I knew then what I knew now about mindset and practice and service and walking in my purpose to create the impact I was made to make in this world. I'm not even sure that that last part would have really inspired me in my year 10 geography presentation, but you never know. So let's start at the end. How do you want your audience to feel at the end of your presentation? Because you have to be those words. You have to feel it before they do. Because how you want them to feel is more important than what you want them to know. Because they're likely going to forget 90% of what you said the minute that they walk out of the room. I'm really sorry, but it's true. But it's okay because they'll remember how you made them feel. So get this part really sorted because this is the whole point of why you're on stage. Also, once you know that then and you know your purpose, then this can become your focus. So how do we actually do this? I would recommend writing down the words of the emotions that you want your audience to feel. The words might be things like inspired or joyful, encouraged, comforted, empowered, and free. 
So choose three of them, right? And I'm just picking three because it's an easy manageable number. So pick whatever suits you. And then meditate on these. So sit with your eyes closed in a quiet place or with some instrumental music on and choose one of those words and repeat it to yourself over and over in your mind as you inhale. Imagine yourself inhaling the very essence of this word. Give it a color. What color is the word? And imagine when you inhale that you're surrounded by this color in a mist. You're breathing it into yourself. And then when you exhale, imagine the color of fear and uncertainty. For me, it looks like smoke. And as you exhale, you breathe it out and it floats away. Spend a few minutes on each word, repeating the process until you really feel the shift in yourself. And this is not a one and done practice. Like conditioning your body, training your mind takes time and repetition and practice. If you're scared, it's because you're looking inwards. Are they going to resonate with what I'm saying? Do they like me? What if I trip over? What if I stumble over my words or if I forget something or my jokes aren't funny? It's me, 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 I, I, I. We need to raise our eyes and our hearts to align with why we are actually there. Why are you the one that is in front of these people? It's because you have something to offer. You have some value to transfer from your head to theirs and that is what you need to focus on. If we can focus on the reason for being at the front of the stage, then we can be grateful for the opportunity. And if we truly feel this, if we are truly thankful for being able to serve, then we're not going to fear the feel, feel the fear so powerfully. Now, I'm not saying that you're not going to have butterflies because you probably will. And you know what? I actually think that's a really good thing because it means that you care and you feel alive. And the opposite of which the, of the butterflies is going to be that you're bored and you do not want to be bored on stage because guess what? Your audience feel what you feel. Bored. You do not want your audience to be bored. Now, once you are focused on how you want your audience to feel and you know why you are there and what you're going to impart to them, then I think you're probably already going to be feeling so much more optimistic about the entire venture. But the butterflies might still be fluttering and fluttering your newfound nerve with them. So what can we do? Thankfully, a few things. So let's chat about three of them. The first is visualization. Visualize your audience thinking and feeling all of the things that you would be thrilled to hear them say. Things like, wow, she's incredible, and I'm so glad I came, and oh my gosh, yes, I have never thought about it that way. Imagine looking at an audience full of smiling, nodding faces, and seeing thought bubbles like that on top of everybody's heads. Then imagine yourself. What are you going to be wearing? How are you going to be standing? Here is a really useful place to do a grounding meditation, which is number two. So stand with your feet slightly apart, straight under your hips. 
Stand tall and straight with your hands by your sides and imagine yourself standing on a stage. Now feel that your feet are firmly planted. Imagine living roots growing from the bottom of your feet and growing and burying themselves into the earth, getting deeper and deeper, stronger and stronger. You're stable and strong and powerful. Feel yourself standing taller in this newfound strength. You have everything you need to perform at your best. You are confident and capable and ready. Again, do this simple exercise over and over, daily if you need to, in the lead up and in preparation for your big day. And the third thing that's going to totally crush those nerves for you is practice. Practice is a thing that's going to make you own the stage. Once you know what you want to say and how you want to deliver it, it's going to be so much easier because you will be prepared. Practice in front of the mirror or in the car or record yourself and play it back. Yes, awkward, but worth it. Whatever it takes to know your material as well as you can so that it becomes known to you in a really deep way. And even if that is just the dot points and you riff on the rest, that's cool. You don't have to memorize it. You just have to know it because that's the bit that you can control. You can't control the weather or the audience or falling over and spilling your coffee all over yourself. Am I giving you nightmares? Sorry. But you can control you and that's all you've got. Once you've done your best, you have done your best and no one can take that away from you. It also kind of then doesn't matter anyway because you can't do better than your best. So you are golden. And that's it. There are my tips for helping get over your fear of public speaking. I really hope that you loved this episode and that it helped kind of decrease the size of the monster for you because you really can grow in this skill. I did through practice over and over and hating it every time until I didn't. And now I can speak to a room full of people and feel okay, good even, and If it can happen to me, then it really can happen to anyone. I promise. I promise. I was terrible. I was the worst. Now I have two podcasts. Now the other one's for home builders, so don't feel like you're missing out on anything. And I've taught at a business college and I've made speeches at conferences. And heck, now I'm even running my own conference. Oh, by the way, 24th of April in Melbourne. If you're a Melbourne girl, come along. If it, it is going to be incredible. This is some seriously crazy value here. Check out the website, mama.digital forward slash conference. And with that, I hope you feel challenged and inspired. And if you do, please take a screenshot and tag me on your socials. I would love to see what you're doing and check you out. And thank you so much for listening. I can't wait to dig into this topic live on Tuesday, 11 a.m. in our Business Mama Facebook group. That's Melbourne time. If you are not in the Facebook group, go on, hop on over and join the party. Send me a message when you do and I will see you in there. Have a wonderful week, mamas. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Business Mama podcast. I hope you got some actionable tips that you can implement in your business right away. Please, please, please rate and subscribe 
and then head on over to mama.digital to continue the conversation and let me know what you thought. Have a really wonderful week. And if you'd like to come and say hi, come to our Facebook group, Business Mamas. See you there.